here to be an all-time great. You're now rocking with the best. Purpin yellow, purpin yellow, purpin yellow, purpin yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby here, man. Welcome to another episode of Big Baby Sports, man. I got Aaron Larsell from Official Podcast Lakers, man. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to come on the show, man. Hope all is well with you and the family, man. Thank you. Thank you. And you as well. And by the way, that intro, I love it. Okay. I love yeah, the sh- intro. All right. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Angry Lakers fan, man. But yeah, man, uh, let's get into it, man. So all Lakers right. got Darvin Ham. What is the expectations for Darvin Ham as the first-year coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, that's the, uh, the, the that's that's always the question, right? Because you 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 do all of your due diligence and you try to um, put a first year guy in the best position to succeed. Mm-hmm. You try to figure out you know what qualities you have and you you select off that off that. But to be fair, he is a first time head coach, and mm-hmm. so you don't know exactly. But the expectations for him and for the Lakers are what the expectations always are, and that is to compete for a championship. Um, the expectation is that he's going to hold guys accountable. Obviously, he has his history as a former player and has some really good experience as an assistant coach around the league, and and the guys really like him. So mm-hmm. uh, the expectation is for, for Darvin, even in his first year, the expectation is to uh, kind of steer the ship in, in a way that, that puts the Lakers in, in championship contention because that is always the expectation with the Lakers. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Championship or bust, man. I feel like Darvin Ham's going to get these guys to play hard, play with passion, you know. And I just, I'm just i looking forward to see how he's going to implement the offense with eight, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Westbrook, and all that. So with the other young guys like Austin Reeves, Lenny Walker, how do you feel like those guys are going to implement uh, with Darvin Ham as a coach? I, so, I mean, so far, so good. And uh, Darvin Ham is a worker. He expects uh, effort. Um, I haven't seen Lonnie around much yet, but Austin, obviously the reports are, and I've seen some of this as he's been working, you know, two and working out two and three times a day to get ready to hopefully play bigger minutes uh, this year than he did last year. That was kind of the thing last year is it seemed like he, he ran into the rookie wall a little bit and there was times that he could get bullied by bigger and stronger guys, <laughs> grown men, obviously. Um, and so the hope is that, he builds some of that builds up some of that strength. And th- these are guys who have had time in NBA weight programs and NBA weight programs are quite a bit different than, uh, than, than college weight programs. Right. And you have more time to dedicate to it. You're not, you're not going to class and such. So um, I think with Austin specifically him building up his body is going to give him an opportunity to, you know, respond to the asks from this roster this season and from coach Ham. Yeah, man, I'm excited for Austin Reeves. I'm just excited for this team, man. Like last season, I didn't. It didn't go so well. <laughs> too many injuries, too many injuries, man. And I keep it real, like on my show, man. It was a failed season because we didn't win a ring. So that's how I look at it, you know. So it's unfortunate we didn't win the championship last year. But I feel like Darvin Ham's gonna get this team. Like I said, fight with passion, hustle. We're gonna compete every night, and Darvin Ham's gonna keep it real. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that's back job one. Feelings. Maybe, maybe. I think that's I think that's job one is, yeah. you know, and Le- LeBron has has said it, and and in Chris Haynes' piece, uh, you know, it was it was reiterated from Chris Haynes' piece a couple of days ago that LeBron didn't feel like, and if you're watching, it was true um, that the team didn't compete hard enough mm-hmm. in every night and give themselves a chance to uh, to win. So I think that is job one is competing every single night. Um, because frankly, like after last season, frankly, the team isn't good enough to just walk into any arena on any night and think that these other guys are going to lay down. So uh, competing is job one. Competing every night is job one. And I think that's what that uh, you talked about the expectations for Coach Ham. I think that is uh, that is that is number one expectation is getting the guys to play hard and compete every night. Yeah, most definitely. Like you said, LeBron felt like they didn't compete last season. And Lakers did, were not competing so like Lakers. Were, I remember there was one game where Lakers were getting blown out so bad. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buss left the stadium. It was <laughs> it was that bad. I think I was out thinking. No, I was I was at the game. Well, like, I, look, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know which game specifically you're referring to, but I you know I saw you around the arena a few times at, at yeah. uh, Staples and then Crypto. Yeah. Uh, so, like any of us with eyes could see it, right? It wasn't yeah. like the effort wasn't good enough nope. every single night. You can see that. Yeah, it wasn't. But, hey, we get, we can learn from last year, build upon it, get better. That's all we can really do. Um, as far as LeBron, man, like it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he does in this 20th season, man. How do you feel like LeBron's going to do this season for the Lakers? I mean, LeBron is an alien, right? LeBron is uh, – he's an alien. So – I I mean, at some point, father time comes for us all, right? Yeah. But, and there's been little tiny bits you can see here and there. But when LeBron still turns it on, he is, and, and he can't do it every night. You know, that's part of, that's part of now being in his 20th season, last year in his 19th season. But when he turns it on, um, and part of it is in the roster and uh, the team around him has to give him some reason to have those moments where he turns it on. Um, but when he turns it on, when he turns it up, uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't think LeBron's the best player in the world anymore. But when he turns it up, he reaches a level that very few people ever have. Still in his 19th, now going into 20th season. Uh, you know, Jaden is mentioning here, yes, I expect him to break the scoring uh, record mm-hmm. at some point this season, passing Kareem. Um, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see just from jump, from the beginning of the season, um, you know, how LeBron views everything and what positions he puts himself in. How much is he going to be on the ball? How much not? You know, all of these questions. But LeBron is going to be LeBron. LeBron's going to play. You know, we can't predict health, but assuming health um, or reasonable health, LeBron's going to play at an all NBA level because he's LeBron James. Yeah, most definitely, man. LeBron, I feel like LeBron breaks square record and stuff. But who is the best player in the world to you, in your opinion, in personal opinion? Giannis. Giannis? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think Giannis is is clear of everybody. Um, two, three, to me at this point is yeah. I would say Steph and KD. I think Steph, KD, and LeBron. I'm not going to make an argument with you if you want two, three, four, whatever order you want. I'm not going to argue with them mm-hmm. with you. I think Le- I think Giannis is in a tier by himself. I think yeah. Steph, KD, and LeBron are probably in the next tier. Two, three, four. Put them whatever order you want. Um, I guess I would put Steph. At the top of the list, just because we saw him dominate in the finals and win finals MVP. So that has to count for something. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't quibble with anybody who, you know, other than Giannis, 
two, three, four. Uh, to me, is KD, Steph, and, and LeBron. Put them in whatever order you want. Yeah, same. I feel like Giannis man is the best big big man in the game, best player in the game. You know, you got LeBron, you got Kevin Durant. You know, you got all these upcoming guys, Luka Donich. You know, yeah, Luka's 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 in that conversation too. Definitely. I mm-hmm. I don't think he's quite to that level of of the other three yet. And I I would say the same thing about Joker. He's yeah. he's right there. Jason Tatum is on yep. his way. You know, there's there's. The NBA is in good Booker. hands going forward. You got Devin Booker. You got all these, you know, the and We got to see. We got to, I mean, because yeah. last we saw Kawhi, Kawhi was right in that yeah. conversation too, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, Kawhi, man. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But, like, as far as, like, we got to get into it, man. Anthony Davis. How do you yes. feel like Darvinham is – I feel like to me personally, man, I feel like Darvinham's going to push Anthony Davis to be like how Giannis was when he was coaching in Milwaukee. What do you think about that? I mean, their games are their games are, are pretty different. Um, Giannis mm-hmm. and and AD, like as far as physical talent, they mm-hmm. are. You know, like AD is one of those guys that has the physical gifts that maybe like not quite to the level of Giannis, but pretty mm-hmm. damn close. Um, but their games their games are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that Coach Ham, that experience with Giannis and like you seeing what player Giannis has developed into mm-hmm. um, being able to take that and try to put some of that into AD as far as what it takes to get there. And look, AD when he's right is one of the best, whatever, you know, seven or 10 or 11, whatever, like you put them on whatever list you want. Like AD is up there. Let's not get it twisted. AD is an all time great. Um, but he hasn't the last couple seasons have not gone how we would all like it. And frankly, how he would like it to go. So I think that that experience that, that uh, coach ham had and the fact that coach ham has been through the wars, right? He was a player and he is a guy that has expectations of work and effort. I think these are going to be all good things for AD. I expect, you know, I've heard some people say they expect, you know, an MVP type performance, um out of ad and we've all kind of been waiting for that one season where it all comes together kind of like it did in the bubble for ad um so i don't know if i expect that but if health and again we can't predict health but i think it's going to be a big bounce back year from a from ad most definitely man i feel like ad's he hears the noise you know he probably he hears all the noise he probably heard what kevin garnett said about him he's going he's going to dominate this season man i feel uh, like- by the way here I'm, I'm gonna let you in a little inside secret about the nba they -hmm. all hear the noise they all hear everything they all read everything they all see everything they all hear everything every dude who tells you i tune it all out i don't see what's written about me i don't hear what's said about me they're lying to you Mm. so ad man hopefully we have a bounce back season i'm excited for the season but like um the draft picks that we got uh scotty pippen how do you feel like he's gonna do do you think he'll make the roster this season scotty pippen jr um well, he's on he's on the uh, the two way deal, so yeah, mm-hmm. he's. I think he there will be times where he's up with the big club. I think Cole Swider has a more prominent role um, with the with the big club, just mm-hmm. because he has one thing that he can do at an NBA level already. Period. He can shoot it, and that is yep. something that is lacking on this roster. Mm-hmm. And Cole can shoot it. Period. So I expect him to be sort of on the fringes of the the like real rotation for the Lakers. Um I don't expect Mac, Max Christie to play much, but um I think Swider has a time that at, has a chance at some real time, some real rotation minutes. Um 
and I, there's a lot to like about all of their games. I just think as far as this upcoming season, I think the one that that you're going to hear from most and see most is Cole Swider. Yeah, most definitely, man. I like his game. He says he's the best shooter in the draft. I don't know if that's Rob Palinka's son, LOL. <laughs> Rob Palinka's son? No, I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, yeah, man, I just like what we did. I know a lot of people say don't take summer league for what it is, but I saw competitiveness. I saw a lot of guys playing hard, and I'm, I just like what we're going right now in the direction. But um, Russell Westbrook, man, how do you feel like he's going to do this year with under Darvin Ham system? I mean, that, that, it's an open question. I wish I had a better answer for you, but it's an open question because – you know, a lot of the right things were said before last season and last mm-hmm. season, as we've been talking about, did not go how all of us wanted it to go. Um, I think Russ has gotten too much blame for that specifically, mm-hmm. um, but he certainly, you know, we can do a blame pie. He certainly has a big portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't fit. I, I, I here's here's what it is. I think Russ has now become underrated as a player in a vacuum, mm-hmm. but the fit is the problem. Um, so I can't answer your question. I mean, the question is, how do I think Russ is going to do? I can't answer your question without knowing if Russ is going to implement the things that would make would maximize his value on this roster. Not maximize his value as a basketball player in a vacuum. Maximize his value to this roster specifically. And... I mean, I, I I would like to have a better answer for you. The real answer is the honest answer is I don't know, um, and we none of us will know until it happens. If Russ is on the roster when the season starts, none of us will know until you know the 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 real stress comes because that when 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 there's real moments of stress, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't make like making these like war analogies because this yeah. isn't war, right? And then we we call athletes heroes and in, in war and battle and, and no, okay, right, no. There's real people like risking their lives. So I don't like using those analogies, but like you don't know what somebody is going to revert back to until like the bullets start flying. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that puts you back into your muscle memory and whatever is your, com- whatever is comfortable for you. And you can't tell if somebody has actually been able to make these changes until they're put in stressful situations where your brain shuts off. So I don't, we won't have an answer until the regular season. I don't want to hear it, right? Like everybody, whether it's Coach Ham, whether it's LeBron, whether it's AD, whether it's Russ, like everybody can say whatever, but we're not going to have these answers until we see people put in stressful basketball situations. None of this is really stressful. We're all very lucky to do what we do. None of this is really stressful, but stressful basketball situations where you are forced into reverting back to what is your basic basic stuff and then we can see if russ really is willing to change his game in the ways necessary that he can fit with this roster because otherwise it's going to be a repeat of last season at least for russ Mm, if he's on the roster yeah if he's on a roster if he is let's run it let's do what we have to do and um do you feel like um like what was your take on the whole i don't have any expectations this year when russ westbrook said that what do you think about that? Was that a little bit taken out of context? Um, I think that, no, I don't think it was taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I think it was, Russ has a like contentious or not. He doesn't have, he can have a contentious relationship with 
a press. There's a bunch of, you know, viral clips of him responding to mm-hmm. people asking him questions after games and all of that. And so I think that, and Russ is a really smart guy and he's a really good dude, but I think sometimes he just gets frustrated with all the process and just says stuff just to be like done with shit. Yeah. So no, I don't think it was taken out of context because, you know, we heard him say it and watched him say it. So yeah, I think, I think it was a very frustrating season. I think last year was a very frustrating time for us. Um, and right it was a frustrating time for people that that are within the organization it was a very frustrating time for lakers fans right it was frustrating for for all of us but yeah no so no i don't to answer your question no i don't think it was taken out of context i think it was a bad look for russ but i think it was russ just like wanting to be done with people asking him shit yeah most definitely but for me man as a laker you shouldn't say that i don't have any expectations like if some if Kobe Bryant was on this Laker team and if he heard Westbrook say that, how do you think Kobe would take it? I mean, like, like as far you know, how Kobe has expectation of championship or bust, win championships. Yeah. You know, and if he heard Westbrook say that, that just rubbed me the wrong way as a Laker fan. You don't say that as a Laker. You're supposed to say we're going to win the championship. Expectations is win the championship. That's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I I I have a a very like long standing policy of not. I don't want to tell fans how to fan, right? Like yeah. you fan, however you fan, you root, yeah. however you root, what matters to you matters to you. And so I don't like telling fans how to fan. I think that's wrong to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if that's how you feel, you're a Laker <laughs> fan. If that's how you feel, then ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You're, as long as, as long as fans out there, Lakers fans out there, big baby fans out there, you root, however you root, you fan, however you fan. And I'm not going to tell you you're fanning wrong. I, I don't believe in that. So however it feels to you, that's fine. As long as you're not being disrespectful, you fan however you fan. Feel however you feel. Shout out to the 94X50 Women's Basketball Network. Thank you, Daniel Artest. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Um, one final question, man. Yeah. Give us a story about Kobe Bryant that you experienced that touched you, like inspired oh, wow. you. Um, wow. That's a – so I uh, – was so I, I was around Kobe a bunch, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like around as much obviously as I am now or part of the organization or whatever it is until after Kobe had retired. But the thing that stuck out most to me about him, and I like you know had a few conversations with him privately, which we don't need to get into now, but yeah. the thing that stuck out most to me was for his um jersey retirement uh there was a party for his jersey retirement night and just the people there that were so obviously touched by him personally but you know also his game and his career and all of that um just like the adulation and the love that even people that all of the rest of us mere mortals we have that that adulation for them they had it for kobe um and it was just fascinating to see and there was there was a big party but like all the all the the all-time laker greats were out and came to it and they all say the greatest laker of all time is kobe kareem will tell you that magic will tell you that um shaq had it shaq was shaq did a uh Shaq did a dj set this was upstairs at staples center shaq Mm. did a dj set kendrick lamar did a set and it was just like everybody, even these all-time great NBA players, 
put Kobe on a different level. And so that was really like, that was really fascinating to see and incredible to see. And then obviously um, I got to catch up with him a little bit. I want to say it was, I think it was New Year's Eve. Um, it was the last game that, that Kobe went to and, and brought his daughter. Um, and I got to the one where he kind of was going back and forth and, and uh, uh, talking mess to, uh, to Luca in his native language. Um, I got to, I got to, you know, spend a few minutes with him um, at that game. And it was unfortunately the last one that he was able to go to, but just like his place in amongst his peers is what really, really stands out to me. Um, And everybody all, you know, the NBA greats now, NBA greats of the past. They're all like, everybody loves Kobe. They're all Kobe guys. So that is his place among his peers and what I've gotten to see from that um, or see how they react to him is, has been, has always been pretty special to me. Yeah, most More so than like talking shit and bumping into him at, at the Ralph's in Newport <laughs> and like chopping it up, like more so yeah. than that. that like, yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Kobe will be missed, but his legacy lives on, man. And always I've, he, he followed me on Twitter, you know, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he followed me on Twitter. We had a conversation. And, oh, I did not know. See, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the Kobe yeah. follow. Hey, okay. Uh, okay, big uh, baby. Because he, because uh, there, there was Lakers and Spurs in the playoffs made towards Achilles. And so mm-hmm. what the Lakers need to do to win this game, I said, throw the ball to Pau Gasol, rotate, move the ball from side to side. Ten minutes later, got a follow. Mm. And I and I was jumping for joy. My brother's like, what's I going bet. on? Dude, what's going on? I'm like, Kobe Bryant just fell. He's like, no, he didn't. I showed him, he, you know, it's – that was crazy, man. Kobe Bryant followed me, you know. That's a cool but, moment. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Jeannie Buzz. Keep doing great things, and marathon continues. But uh, Aaron Larson, man, thank you for joining Big Baby Sports, man. Everybody, go follow Aaron Larson on Twitter, man. Go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you, man. Well, you know what? Creatively enough, it is just my name. So uh, on on Instagram, on Twitter, at Aaron Larson, A A R O N L A R S U E L. Most definitely, man. Thank you for coming on and peace out, Laker Nation. My pleasure. Be good, brother, but not that good. (laughs) I'm here to be an all time great. Now rocking with the best. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers.